I'm so glad you're joining me for this episode of Street Soldiers on women's history, hip hop history. I'm your host, Lisa Evers, and we are gonna be celebrating some amazing women in hip hop because we talk a lot about historical figures. I like to look at the legends who are living with us and among us right now and honor them and also get to know them in kind of a personal way like we can right here on Street Soldiers. Joining me is the one and only Roxanne Shante. She currently is a host on Rock the Bells on Sirius XM. She is a legendary female hip hop artist. If you know your hip hop history, you know Roxanne Shante. She started rapping at 14 and she was of course the star of the Netflix uh, special about her life called Roxanne Roxanne. Shante, great to have you with us. Thank you, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Also joining us, another legend, legendary rapper and actress, Rod Digga. She's also the co-host of a podcast, what they call a Godcast with Lord Jamar. Rod Digga, great to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you. Also joining us is Justina Valentine. She is the longest running cast member on Nick Cannon's Wild and Out on MTV. She is a rapper, singer, songwriter, and uh, famous among certain circles for her freestyles on the latest news. Uh, Justina, great to have you with us. Hey, Lisa, longest running female cast makes. I want DC to be on my head. Oh, okay, <laughs> longest running female cast okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for having me. And I just wanna say such an honor to be here with you and Roxanne Chance and Rod Digga, uh, queens in the game. And, you know, because of ladies like them, paved the way for myself to even do what I do. So thank you so much for having me. No, it's, great. It's, it's great to have you. Chantal, I want to start with you on this. You started rapping at 14 and it was almost like a money-making thing for your family. Tell us about that. Well, yeah, actually that's what it was. Um, I never wanted to be a rapper. I never thought that I was going to be in this whole hip hop thing. I always felt that um, I wanted to be an attorney. And um, it just so happens that I have what is called the Nipsey Russell syndrome, which is the ability to freestyle at any time. And the next thing you know, I was doing battles and they were taking me around the city. And it actually was like a substantial income for my household with my mom being a single mom. And it was like, oh, OK, hold up. There's a battle. There's some money. Let me go get it. Bring it back. You know, and that's the way the whole situation went. And, and I'm very proud of that. What did you learn from doing that at age 14? Because wasn't it like a betting situation too? They're like, hey, we got this fly young girl and wait till you hear how she can spit. Um, I learned to always bring somebody bigger than you to collect the money. <laughs> you, you <know? laughs> That's the main thing that I learned. But what I did learn was that when you come into the industry of hip hop, especially as a female, one of the main things that you must do is you must let them know what your talent is. You must put your talent first. You must tell them like, look, I don't play no games. This is what I'm here to do so that they take you seriously because, you know, everyone is looking for the pretty girl. Everyone is looking for, you know, thinking that, you know, that you're there just to be seen and not to be heard. So you got to make your voice very loud. Definitely. Rod Digger, tell us about your start in the rap game. Wow. Well, my, my start goes back to Newark, New Jersey. I was part of a Jersey crew called the Outsiders, and we just pretty much battled our way all through the city um, until we ended up doing a, a, a huge collaboration with the with the Fugees, which uh, ended up on their album, The Score, which is like, you know, then sold, I don't know how many times platinum. And that was really like the breakout for, for us. And from there, I signed to Electra Records through Q-Tip first. A lot of people don't realize I was Q-Tip's artist before I was Buster Rhymes' artist. 
So I um, I signed my deal with TIP. And uh, a few years later, unbeknownst to me, they were, you know, Tribe was in the process of breaking up. So I think he just put a bug in his friend Buster Rhymes' ear. And I ended up uh, featuring on his album, uh, When Disaster Strikes. And I was kind of like the breakout star from there. And, and ultimately, we put out our crew album, Imperial. And uh, Digga Digga, birthday Rashia became the, <laughs> you know, that all roads just led, all the algorithms just led to, yo, we need her album first. And then I was able to uh, release my debut album in April of 2000 called Dirty Harriet. And the, the rest is history. The rest is history. Dirty Harriet. What, what about in terms of being a female among so many men, among so many powerful men and guys who were really at the top of their game at that time? What lessons or what beliefs did you kind of hold on to that helped you navigate through it? Because there were there were a lot of there were a lot of girls and a lot of young women that wanted to do that and just got sidetracked in various different things or got influenced negatively. Didn't have any guidance. What what kept you focused? Well, the most important thing for me was I was all I always uh, remained cognizant of my reputation. So I was always mindful everything I did. You know, make sure I don't you know, sleep with anybody, make sure I don't, you know, put myself in any compromising situations that could be used against me later. And I just stayed, you know, I, I, I always looked at the guys as my competition. Like in my head, it was uh, me against the guys. I never looked at the the women as my competition. I looked at the the men as my competition. And I think it gave me that, that extra edge, that extra drive and, and, you know, the guys always took me serious. Like, I think they just knew that when I stepped in the room, like I wasn't coming to play. Like you can sleep and think I'm some little naive, oblivious female. If you want, you're going to end up getting chewed out on this record. So, you know, it, it just, uh, it just worked out for me like that. And and that was it, Justine, I see you shaking your head when uh, in, in agreement with what Rod Digger said. What, what about, what about that for you? Definitely. Well, when she was just saying, like, I don't see, you know, the females as my competition, I'm going against the guys. I can relate to that so much. Um, you know, on Wild and Out, it's always like me going head to head with like the best battle rapper. Shout out to all my brothers, you know, Conceited, Hitman, Charlie Clip, Sharon, DC, Carlos, Chico. So I always, I'm the same way. Like, I'm always up against the guys. Like, just compare me to everyone who's the best. I don't care if they man, female. Um, Etc. And you know, I started rapping also very young, and I'm from the county over from you, Rodrigo, Passaic County. So hey, definitely, yeah, definitely. Jersey. a lot of Jersey here, a lot of Jersey in the, a lot That's of Jersey. Jersey. So yeah, um, I just you know started rapping really young, and I would always they people would start buzzing about me like, oh, it's this Italian girl that raps this and that, and I would always be known for my freestyling ability. And then once people knew I could do it, and by the way, Roxanne, I watched your documentary is fire. And I love both of you because I know you have that ability to freestyle. Oh, and, and that's, yeah, and you guys are, you know, the illest. And that's what got me my notoriety was when people found out I could freestyle for real. So then, you know, once they know you could do it, they want to test your chin. So I was like, okay, yeah. rap about this. Yes. So I was all over rapping about what people would tell me to rap about doing battles and like Roxanne was saying, you know, always have the big homie with you to collect the money when you win. And <laughs> TV was, wasn't really my goal at that point. I just right. wanted to be an artist, a rapper, singer. And, um, but it was my freestyling ability that got me recognized by MTV and by the producers of Wild and Out since it is a improv 
music and comedy show. And it was that ability that got me on TV. And then, you know, thank God for Nick Cannon and MTV, they changed my life and gave me that platform that I think it would have been a lot harder for me to get on just doing music, um, being a female, looking the way I look. That was, you know, it was it was a tough path for me. And no matter how good I was, people didn't really want to give it up. And then you know, when God opened that door, TV, that's what really changed things for me. And that was a game changer. And there's so many new avenues, especially now for female artists. When we come back, we're going to talk about the image of women in hip hop, because what's acceptable, what's promoted, the styles, all of that has changed. And we're going to talk about that with our panel when we come back. Stay with us. Hey, what up, y'all? This is Lloyd, the King of Hearts. And this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people only on Hot 9-7. You did. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Of course, we had to celebrate Women's History Month, but we're doing it the Street Soldiers way, celebrating the ladies and the women in hip-hop. Joining me for this amazing conversation, Roxanne Shante. She is the legendary female hip-hop artist who was featured in the Netflix documentary about her life, Roxanne Roxanne. She's a host now on Rock the Bells on Sirius XM Radio, and uh, she started rapping at 14 years old and getting paid for rapping at 14. Shante, great to have you with us. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Also joining us, another legendary artist, Rapper and actress Rod Digga. She's also the co-host of a podcast, which they call The Godcast with Lord Jamar. Uh, Rod Digga, great to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Also joining us, Justina Valentine. She's the longest running female cast member on Nick Cannon's Wild and Out on MTV. She's a rapper, a singer, and a songwriter. And Justina, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me, Lise. Thank you so much. I want to talk about the image of women because as we've, we've gone through the different years in hip hop, I look at some of the old videos and the women are in turtlenecks, they're in like baggy clothes. It's kind of like the junior female version of what the guys are wearing. They got the Tims on, the whole thing to where we are now, which is basically, you look at female artists are expected to have latest designers, the latest outfits, killer bodies, killer, killer everything. What do you guys think about that? And please feel free to jump in. Um, I guess I would I would say that um, it is expected for it, to, for it to be that change because there's a change in the way we dress now. There's a change in even the strength of women now. I think a lot of times we didn't dress totally the way we wanted to because we wanted to be taken seriously. Now we're in a world where you can be taken seriously with cleavage and a, and a nice blazer and a fitting skirt. And, you know, before it was like you needed to tone down that you were a girl in order for them to understand that you were better than the guys or that you were just as good as the guys. Because you never wanted it to be that you were seen as a girl. You just wanted to be seen as great. So for me, you know, I wore very simple clothing. But again, I was still very, very young. So I hadn't even gotten to my, oh yeah, let me put my sexy on yet. So it was okay for me to have on my jeans and my sneakers and my t-shirt and my hair pulled back in a ponytail. Then when you have it now where time started to change and you notice that female rappers wanted to, they started to care more about how they looked, you know, um, to make sure that people could understand like, okay, well, she is pretty, you know, what's wrong with being pretty and, and still being able to be strong and, and do all these things. You didn't have to cover that up. 
So I love the way the ladies are today. I, I think it's just, it's an honor to see them. Like, you know, when you see them dressed up and doing their thing and they're talented and you say, wow, this is beautiful. And she's still all woman. You're right. It's a whole, it's a whole package and, and yes. tremendous evolution. Rodrigo, what, what about that though, too? Because a lot has evolved from the time we kind of like had to downplay your femininity and hip hop because it was, was and still is to, to, to uh, a certain extent, male dominated music industry. You had to kind of downplay your femininity so they wouldn't be hitting on you every 10 seconds. It was also an era like late 90s, early 2000s, a lot of violence on the streets. It was just a whole mu much rougher physically uh, type right. of environment. How did you deal with it? I think uh, right around the time where like I really started, uh, I guess, crossing over into the mainstream, we had already seen that that shift, that prototype change. I, um, you know, I grew up studying Roxanne, Latifah, and it was it, it light. So it was a, it was definitely a, a more, you know, I guess, tomboy, you know, the, the cute tomboy uh style so that is how i had modeled myself but right as i started breaking through little kim just came and like changed the game and then now the females are sexually liberated i'm like wait hold up i, I, I just bought a whole house full of tim so it was um <laughs> it was that time and also at that time i would say hip-hop as a as a whole just became like this huge global brand like it just became really big business like it wasn't you know, it wasn't no longer a thing where you're in the park and, and just kind of duking it out. You were really on the main stage for like all of the world to see. So I think once, um, you know, once hip hop became marketable in that way and, and became, you know, just really exploded in that way, it then the business of hip hop move past your skills now it became your whole package your look your branding uh you know just all all things involved it it wasn't just about if you can rap anymore so no it's it, there, there's so many more requirements justina what about right. that in terms of in terms of being a female in the industry because what what about what rod digger was just saying in terms of you have to be the whole package i mean you have an incredible look you have so much style you have all these different looks and everything how how important is that to you and how do you balance that with the you know with the music and and performing thank you and for sure honestly for me like being in the thick of it right now it is a little hard to balance because you can never please all the people right so i'll have the people that'll be like oh like you're showing too much you know boobs and ass and this and that or you have the people that know that sex sells and they want to see more of it so it, it's hard to find that balance and you know the the public is very hard on females so they want to attack the females that have their body done but then they also want to attack a female like me that doesn't have their body done oh go get a you got enough money this well i don't want to get it and i'm i'm already lit i'm already famous so i'm not going to get it because you think i'm gonna hit these squats i want to get a little more bubbly but it's like it's a lot of pressure on you to not just be dope people also expect you to look perfect. And also as a female, you don't see a male rapper and attack their looks, but a female right. rapper and artist, you're gonna attack her looks before you're even talking about her song or her raps or anything mm -hmm. else. So it is a lot of pressure on females, you know, this day and age. Um, 
And I think no matter what you do, people have something to say about it, whether you stay natural or whether you go under the knife, you're getting attacked either way. So there are a lot of pressures. And, you know, for some females that are not mentally stable enough or secure in themselves, that can be very damaging to see that day in and day out being attacked on your social media because we're so accessible nowadays. Right. Post TikTok, you get 10 million views, you got 20,000 comments, everyone has an opinion on you. So I think mentally, you have to be really secure as a female in this industry period, just to be able to thrive and to be able to sift through the comments and not let it bring you down. And you have to have that, they have to have that self-confidence. All right, we're gonna take a short break. This is Street Soldiers, I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're celebrating Women's History Month. Of course, we're looking at some spectacular Women in hip hop, we'll be right back. What up, this is Trey Songz and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people, only on Hot 9-7. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're celebrating women in hip hop for Women's History Month. Joining me is the one and only Roxanne Shante, the legendary female hip hop artist, legendary female artist. You've seen her life portrayed in the Netflix uh, show Roxanne Roxanne. She started rapping at 14 and you can currently hear her on Sirius XM where she's a host on Rock the Bells. Shantae, great to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Rod Digger, legendary rapper, actress, and she's also the co-host now of the podcast. They call it the Godcast with Lord Jamar. Rod Digger, great to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Justina Valentine. She is the longest running female cast member on Nick Cannon's Wild and Out on MTV. She's also a rapper, singer, songwriter, and social media influencer and entertainer. Got to throw that in there too. Um, Justina, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Um, Shantae, when you, were, you, when you were starting out, there was no so, uh, social media. There are barely cell phones. What do you think, what do you think, uh, what changes do you think the social media presence that artists, male or female, really have to have a social media presence to even get recognized by the industry and yeah. get known to fans? How do you think that's changed the game for women? Has it made it more, their music more accessible? Has it put other pressures? What's your take on that? Well, one thing I can say is that it definitely has widened their platform. Anyone who had a small or a local platform now is international. There's no such thing as a, a local artist anymore because as long as you have social media, you are going to be everywhere. You're gonna be seen everywhere. I think the only downfall of it is when you make a mistake now, it is relived by the second every day. You know, where that wasn't the case. If, if it was back in the days where I was in a club and you got punched in the face, you only got punched in the face once. The only people who could tell the story was the people who was there. And by the time you get a chance to, you can go and you can change the story or change the dynamics of it if you wanted to. But the main factor is you're not allowed to do that anymore because someone has captured that and someone has taken um, your most private moment or, or maybe even that moment where you were the most vulnerable and now you have to relive it constantly. So I think that it, uh, it means that they need to have a tougher skin now more than ever because everyone knows everything and then also too because when you're an artist um a lot of them don't start off with wanting to and when i say them i'm meaning a lot of female artists they don't want to go and realize that you need to have someone to talk to whether it's a professional person but then you got to be very careful if you talk to your friends because your friend can later on not be your enemy and now all of your other secrets are out so you must always think like an artist now 
where before you didn't have to do that. You and your best friend had a fallout. Y'all had a fallout. Things that you and your best friend went through, they didn't come back out. It's 30, 40 years later and they still haven't came back out yet. Where now everybody wants to use whatever they can from you in order to be able to achieve their own fame. So to me, it's beneficial monetarily because the platform is larger, but it is very dangerous, you know, emotionally and psychologically because every anytime you make a mistake, it never goes away. So how exactly. can you possibly forgive yourself for it if it never goes away? And somebody's always bringing it up, Rodrigo. What about the accessibility? Because the you know, like Shante said, the the platform, so social media, and Justina said the social media gives you direct access to so many more fans. And there's fewer gate, you know, there's a lot fewer gatekeepers. Like if your song is hot, if your track is hot, you can put it out there and really generate a, a buzz on it yourself. But there's also fewer layers of protection. Where do you, where do you think that is? Um, I, I think it's scary, um, mainly because like the, the artists nowadays, like they're not really getting groomed with artist development and, and just being able to handle the pressures of fame. So you have, you know, you, you, you have this thing going on now where, oh, the, the most algorithms, the most views, like these are the things that are going to blow you up. And if you're not, if you don't have the, the proper guidance or if you don't have somebody in your ear just kind of directing you against the, the, the perils of the world, you're finding yourself doing things to get the most views, whether it's good for you or detrimental. Like we have somehow become conditioned to thinking that you know, the most views is the, the best views. And it's right. like, but well, what are you willing to do to get these views? Are you willing to kill yourself? Are you willing to, it, it, so, you know, there's a lot of dangers that are coming along with social media and, you know, just myself being an artist, like it's great to be able to just put something out, especially if you have that following and that name already, you know, it's great that it goes 101 places, but the downside is now every appearance I make, I got to write a different rhyme. I can't take my same verse and go from station <laughs> to station like I used to do, you know, once upon a time because it wasn't going all over the place. But, you know, things of that nature, I, I, I feel like most artists, especially from my generation, like we are learning how to recondition ourselves and just revamp the, the protocol that we had to do to to promote ourselves. So I think there's an upside and a downside, but I'm scared for these youngins. They, they, they're really doing the most to- No, know, there, there's, there's so many, so many wonderful viral. changes happening too. Justina, do, do you find yourself, you know, questioning yourself? Okay, well, why did people, why did people respond to this? Cause you have a huge following on social media. Uh, why did people respond to this, but they didn't respond to this. And I thought this was so good or, you know, are there surprises? How, how do you handle that and keep your, your mind right? Yeah, for me, you know, I'm just constantly putting out content. So like on TikTok, I have like 7 million followers. So I'm putting out content every day. So yeah, something might hit a little bit more than something else, but everything's going to hit to an extent. So I'm not really too worried about it. And I've always been the type, you know, I rather have the slow sizzle. I mean, my grind even to get on TV and get in the position I'm in was very, very hard. You know, it was just a, a, a lot of opposition, a lot of no's, didn't matter how good I was, how dope I was, stood on my head, it didn't matter. So I'm very thankful and blessed every step of the way. So I've never been the shoot to the top type. 
So I'm cool with the with the slow sizzle of keep going up. So I never want to do anything that jeopardizes, you know, the level of respect I have for myself or that other people have for me. So I'm not jumping out the window for views. So that being said, I'm putting out content that I think is good, that I think is quality. You know, some of it is comedic, some of it is entertaining, definitely. Yeah, but you know, I'm never looking at it like, oh, oh my gosh, this last video didn't go crazy for this next one. I got to jump out a balcony and like draw all over myself and (laughs) pour (laughs) bugs on my head. You know, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Do you think female artists are taken as seriously as male artists in, in 2021? I don't think they're taken maybe quite as seriously, but I think that they are taken more seriously than ever now uh, because I think there was a long period of time where female rappers really weren't getting any light shown on them. Like Nikki and shout to Nikki, you know what I mean? She's amazing. I think Nikki held down the female rap game for a number of years and it was really not a lot of new female rappers coming out. And then I think within these last few years, there's been an influx, which I love. You know, it's so many uh, newer female rappers that are killing it from, you know, Cardi, Meg, um, Flo Millie, Mulatto, um, Doja Cat. It's, It's just been a big influx. So I think that they are taken more seriously now but i still think it's still that hurdle of being a female and you don't just get that respect right off the bat like you do if you're a male so i still think that there are hurdles but i think we've made great process uh great progress within the last few years rodrigo what about that do you think the do you think there's the same level of respect now for for female artists i mean we saw cardi recently you know not too long ago become the the, the first female soul you know first female to win the uh, Grammy for a rap solo art album. What do you think about that? Um, I say yes and no. I do say yes because um, they we can see that, you know, the, the women are clearly putting numbers on the board from, uh, I believe, uh, Cardi's uh, first single, Bodak Yellow, just was officially certified Diamond. We just saw Lauren Hill become the first female solo album to become diamond. I think there was a time where we were like Mickey, Doja, um, Meg, Beyonce, like all dominated like the number one, number two spots on Billboard. So like clearly the the, the music coming from the ladies is having an impact. I, I think no, because um, I'm finding that a, a lot of the men are feeling like they're having a hard time relating to the the content coming uh mostly coming from the women these days and and that's you know that's something that that's a them problem so you know hey kudos exactly. for the ladies exactly Shantae what about that do do you think the, do you think females are taking this seriously I think they are actually seen as more of a threat than any time ever and the reason why is because they are definitely your top money makers. So the reason anytime this industry is ran on money. So anytime that they see whatever type of artist it is that makes the most money, that is the artist that they're gonna go after. So you will see so many more female rappers now because someone is saying, okay, listen, right now, female rappers are making a lot of money. We're able to get a lot of sponsorship. They know how to handle their social media. They're able to bring people in, whether it's, because a female artist comes with so many more things, uh, makeup, 
uh, dressing, hair, uh, shoes, you name it. So now it's like, okay, we're able to get so much more out of them. So yeah, I think that now is the time where they look at it, they don't look at her no more as, okay, make her the girl part of a male group or make her the girl part of a male crew. Now they see that they can stand on their own. I mean, I've always done that from the beginning, but there was so many, there was a time when, you know, when I felt funny about the female rappers and their position, because for a moment, it was like the video girl was the main right. character in hip hop as far as females went. She right. was not the rapper. She was not, you know, she was not the one who was in the park. She was not the one who had the dope lyrics. She was not the one who could stand in the cypher. Instead, it was the one who had the smallest waist and the prettiest face. So instead of, you know, uh, kids or even that next generation looking like, oh, I like this female rapper. They were saying, no, I like this video girl. Someone sat back and said, okay, you know what? I look like a video girl, but I'm really a rapper. So the combination you know, is what created what we see today, you know, and I, and I, and I think that it's, it's a place where we needed to be, where people needed to see that, okay, look, we can make our own decisions. When I sit back and I listen to some of these young ladies and, you know, I say that when they're doing their rhymes and when they're doing their videos, all of those things, those, that's a costume. That is not what she wears around her house all day long. Right. We were able to notice that when Cardi B was singing one of her songs, when her daughter walked in the room, she turned it off. Right. That allowed right. you to know that, okay, Cardi on stage, this is Cardi. Cardi at home, this is Cardi. Cardi in the boardroom, this is different. Cardi in the bedroom. So now we've noticed that women in the industry have separated the bedroom from the boardroom and have two different outfits. Because you're not going, you're not going to wear the same suit in the bedroom that you wore in the boardroom, no. <laughs> you know, but being like successful. That. Definitely, you know? that's, that's, a, that's a great line. Rodrigo, what about that in terms, of, in terms of the way women are, you know, the women's image because, the, and, and also for merchandising, which is a huge part of the music industry right now, you know, there, there's so many more things that can be merchandised and, and the visibility, women can get visibility a lot faster being on reality show, get, you know, a couple million fans of their own and then, decide somebody comes to them oh yeah you know you can rap too and they get a little song or whatever a danger that the the female rap image is becoming a little diluted well i think um i think mo like most of the complaints i hear real you know uh specifically i would say would be the diversity as far as like uh, the, the variations of, of females that you see on the main stage. I, I do think that is something that is sorely missed the balance because you, uh, once upon a time, you saw your tomboy, you saw your fly around the way chick, you saw, you know, your sex kitten, you saw, you know, these different variations of, of, of women where I think, um, I think nowadays we are seeing a lot of the same thing. So that, that would be, the only, uh, I would say, gripe that most people are having as far as the, the imagery of women. But, you know, at the same token, you, you, you got to understand, like, we're, we're in a day now where- The visual, people, is, visual is more important than anything else. Exactly. Right? So that is going to be, you know, that is going to take precedence over everything else. And, you know, it's up to you, the artists and, and your team to try to figure out how to cut through that noise and, and, you know, make your art speak for itself, make your, 
you know, make your brand speak for itself. And when the ones that are successful in figuring that out, we're seeing the results. We're seeing the Rhapsodies breakthrough. We're seeing the Tierra Wax breakthrough. So it's not something that you have to do, but hey, if you got it, flaunt it, you know what I mean? You might as well use it. All right, this is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. Yeah, 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 salute. This is General Steele from Smith & Wesson. And right now you're listening to Street Soldiers with your girl, Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're celebrating Women's History Month, Street Soldiers style, talking about women in rap. And we've got such an amazing panel. We have Roxanne Shantae with us. She is currently heard as a host on Rock the Bells on Sirius XM. She is a legendary hip hop female artist. She's a legendary hip hop artist, period. And you can see her life story on Netflix in Roxanne, Roxanne. She started rapping at the age of 14. Shantae, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is legendary rapper Rod Digga. She's also an actress and she's currently co-host of the podcast, which they call The Godcast. Uh, with Lord Jamar. Rod Digger, great to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Also with us is Justina Valentine. Um, she is the longest running female cast member on Nick Cannon's Wild and Out on MTV. She's a rapper, singer, and songwriter, social media performer, entertainer, influencer across a whole bunch of platforms. Justina, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Justina, you work in a, uh, you have serious things. You have a lot of comedic things. You have things that are kind of biting social commentary in a very witty way. What about the, uh, what about the content that female rappers are bringing into the culture right now? Is it different from what guys have brought in the past? Mm. I think females are bringing content that guys have brought in the past, but with their own spin on it. You know, for example, one of the biggest songs of the year was WAP. Right. And just, you know, we, know what, we know what WAP stands for. Wet meow. And um, I think that men have traditionally always rapped about sex and about females. And I think WAP was shocking to some people because they haven't really had it in their face like that from females. So I think women are putting their spin and their perspective on topics that have been in hip hop forever. And I think it's, I think it's cool because I think it's giving the females more of a voice. And, you know, like Rod Digga said before, I agreed with her that I think recently we've had a lot of females that are kind of in the same lane and I'm happy for any female rapper that breaks through. I don't care what she's rapping about, but I think it is I think soon we'll see more of a balance, like different diversity, types of like diversity, yeah, diversity right? and rapping about different things, which is cool. But I'm just happy right now that the ladies are winning. I think it's, it's about time for right. the women to really have their shine. And I couldn't be happier that are that there is so many females on the charts and so many females that are breaking through. Rodrigo, what about what about that? The way the set the because that is a whole new thing too, that that new development of women in hip hop, which is the overt sexuality, the overt sexuality in the lyrics, and looking incredibly sexy and being like, this is what it is. I don't know if you're man enough to handle it, but this I'm putting it in the PG version. But if if you're not, you're not, and if you are, this is what it is. But understand, I'm not just something to look at. There's a whole lot more going on here. Is that progress for us as women? 
I think it's it's I think it's progress because we we see so many you know for for how many years have we been listening to guys rap about that and we're singing we're singing right along with it and and things of that nature but I I think you know it it, it probably is jaw dropping to hear it come from a woman's mouth but it's like but you can rap about me but I can't rap about me like how hypocritical. <laughs> I think nowadays we are seeing that that female uh, liberation, but we also have, as as women, we 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 kind of have like the whole world to take care of. So in time, I would like to see, you know, every so often, I would like to see some of these ladies because they're they're very, you know, they're very skilled and and crafty with the way they attack that topic. I, I, I would like to see some of them just get a little more in, in uh inflective sometimes and 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 I, I would like to see that that introspective side of some of these ladies because you know who are you as a person and and things of that nature. So it it would be nice to see them attack some of those angles. But I'm definitely I'm happy just to see uh any artist particularly women rise above whatever their circumstances and their environment is and and just make it and be able to provide a way for themselves and, and their family and, and and create that generational wealth i mean at, at the end of the day that's what this is all about and that's what it's all about shantae what what about the overt overt sexuality because with the guys a lot of it was about drugs about guns about violence about street beefs about things that they were experiencing on the streets and a lot we know a lot of you know a lot of uh, young people, especially teens and preteens, hip hop music is their is the, their most you know listened to form of music. What effect do you think it has on young girls? Well, I think that when it comes to as far as these records regarding their sexuality, sometimes it's a fact of a victim taking back the strength from the circumstance or the situation. Now, I don't want to I don't want to dive too deep in it and I don't want to guess what anybody's circumstances or situation is, but I know from personal experience that when it comes to someone coming into your your space and trying to make you feel bad about certain things about yourself, then you automatically take those things and you find the strength in them and then you use those some sometimes as your shield. Right. Like if someone is saying, "Okay, well look, you know, um, you don't never want to be around nobody that I, then you start to rap about, yeah, well, I like being alone. Don't want nobody here. Like, you know, right. you start to do that. And then the same thing goes with your sexuality. Someone's saying, well, you know what? You out here with everybody. You saying, yeah, I'm out here with everybody because I can do that if I want to. But then I can be by myself if I choose to. But just know that anything I do is my own choice. Right. So I think a lot of these records are really just a reflection of them saying, like, listen, I can do what I want to do. Like, it's my body. I can do what I want to do with who I want to do it with. Right. And so, now, and so, and so, you know, I think that's I think that's just a great way. Definitely. Justine, in terms in terms of advice for other women and for the girls that are, are watching this and listening to this, what would you tell them? I would tell them that number one, you have to have a very thick skin. So you have to prepare yourself for people to throw and say 
everything at you. People are going to tell you things about yourself you never knew. They're going to have you looking in the mirror like, oh, my ears are big. Like, they are going to tell you things about yourself, your body, your looks, your face, your hair, this and that. So you have to really love yourself. I would say that's step number one is really loving yourself, being very sure, secure, and confident in who you are. Um, I would also say that you really can't make all the people happy all the time. So do what feels right within your spirit to do. Follow that path because if you spend all your time trying to please everyone, you're not going to please yourself and you're not going to win that way. So I would say love yourself and, you know, set out on your path that feels right and authentic for you and run with that and cancel out the noise. Exactly. That's, that's not always easy, but uh, definitely the definitely the way to go. Rod Digger, you held your own in with very big, talented men, and very you know in a very tough time. How? What advice do you have? What do you, advice do you have for our young girls right now? Um, I would say to all the ladies, uh, number one, you definitely have to have thick skin. If you don't have thick skin, <laughs> you need to develop it and quickly um you need to learn how to roll with the punches like okay like the guys will oftentimes forget that you are a woman and you might have 12 minutes to pull it together and get ready to <laughs> you know jump right. on the stage you can't cry about the makeup artist ain't there yet the hairstylist ain't there yet you got to figure out how to keep up with the guys if you want to continue to be taken seriously and three just um uh, keep that pen sharp because uh, I, I would say there's always, you know, everything else in this business, um, it's up, it's down, it's a trend, it comes and goes, it's a wave. But the one constant in hip hop that will never be out of style and there will always be a market for uh, is lyrics. So, yes, right. lyrics matter. Keep your pen tight. All right, that's great, Shantae. What, what's your what's your advice for for the young ladies? I know you said bring bring somebody bigger than you to collect the money. We already got that one. <laughs> Absolutely, but um, no, I think um, honestly, I would say, and this is this is very very important. As women, we can be emotional. Now we hate to have that term and we hate to have that label placed on us. But listen, you need to not make emotional decisions when it comes to your career. Your man can't be your manager. You know, just because he can manage to make you happy in the house does not mean that he is able to take your career to where it needs to be outside of the home. So you always need to separate that from the beginning. Um, also, too, never give anybody a position in your career that you cannot do yourself. That means if you have a spare moment, instead of going through and doing all of your makeup tutorials, take a tutorial on a little bit of accounting so that at the end of the day, if you decide that you want to count your own money, you can do so. Um, if you want to know about management, you want to know about management. You want to know about the promoters that people may be booking you with. Why? In case you need to have those relationships with it. Now, I'm not trying to take every woman out there and make her a rogue artist and say you can do everything yourself. No. But should you ever be in a position to have to do these things, including your hair and your makeup, you need to be able to do that. As a woman, we need to be able to do everything because you never know when somebody's going to drop the ball just because you're a woman. Right. We didn't know. We definitely need to be able to do everything. And hair and makeup, you take the tutorial and do what I do. We do our, I do my own. And uh, yeah, that's just the rough times. Like you, <laughs> sometimes not, you better than others. Your big events. 
But every now and then, you got to know how to put your face on. Exactly. Right. When you're on the go or you're, you get caught in a rainstorm or a snowstorm and uh, you got to be on camera delivering the news. Well, this was really amazing. I want, I want to thank all of you for being with us um, for this episode of Street Soldiers, our special Women's History in Hip Hop episode. Roxanne Shantae, great to have you with us again. Thank, thank you so you. much. And thank you for always supporting us with the uh, street soldiers in the community and also the great work that you're doing for these young girls at risk. So thank you so much. Absolutely, thank you. Thank you, Rod Digger, great to have you on. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you, and Justina Valentine, great to have you with us. Thank you so, so much for, for everything you're doing. Thank you so much for having me. And ladies, again, just an honor to be rocking out with you guys, especially for Women's Month, Three Queens. And I'm just honored to be sharing the space. So thank you again. Oh, thank you so much, sweetie. You know, I'm just yes. a phone call away. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, let me. Yes. Let me <laughs> um, and I want to thank you for, for being with us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm Lisa Evers. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace, love, and justice for all.